How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake Digibytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hey everybody, welcome to our Breakfast with series. Excited to have a very special guest with us here on today's podcast. We are talking to Ray of Ray of Light Concepts. The Ray of Light Concepts mission is to help active businesses take their mission to the next phase. Ray of Light Concepts equips owners with easy to follow implementation strategies that ensure a smooth new launch while fortifying their businesses for long-term prosperity. So, hey, good morning. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. Enjoying some some good breakfast snacks for sure. <laughs> yeah, I've had my morning coffee. I'm wide awake. <laughs> Best time of the day. Yes. Whereabouts in the world are you at? I am in Houston, Texas. Nice, nice. Well, let's go ahead and kick this off with a very important question. How do you like your pancakes? Ooh, okay. So my husband is the pancake eater in our family, and he um, he has a very strict rule as to how it is that he goes about them, like from the buttering. It's a whole process, girl. I'm real simple. I just want my plain my plain pancakes with a good a little, little bit of butter and then a good amount of, I drown it in syrup. Let's just be honest with ourselves. It's drowned. Hey, sometimes that is the best, especially if you have a really good syrup. <laughs> yes. I'm good old fashioned syrup, just the regular plain maple syrup. And I'm happy. Heck yes. My husband would agree with you very strongly there. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about who you are as a person. What is it that makes you, you? So um, I actually think that my upbringing makes me who I am. I come from a blended family. Um, I come back from a time where, you know, mixed children was (laughs) very rare. Um, I I have total, I have eight siblings. So um, I am both the baby and the middle child. So I think that it changes the way that I'm able to see stuff because I'm able to see stuff from two different point of views. Um, but yeah, mostly I am, I am driven by music, love and passion. And I absolutely love business. That's just the body of who I am. Um, but most of that just came from how I was raised with my mother and father, father being divorced, daddy being an entrepreneur and mom being, you know, a seven to seven or because she was, she's an RN. So, um, so yeah, I think that my family, my siblings, they all make up who I am as a person. Absolutely. Family is so important. And having those two different perspectives of being a middle child and being the baby kind of, that's got to help a lot with empathy with people. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, uh, You know how they say the middle children are the forgotten children. (laughs) So they kind of adapt the way that they can. So with mom, you know, it was all the attention, all the world, because I was her little one. I was the last one in the house. But with dad, you know, I was kind of um, 
not overlooked because he saw me and he paid attention. But at the same time, like there's there's the older ones are going are in college and trying to make life decisions. The little one is just starting school. So, you know, you know, I'm in a I'm in an awkward position. So. uh, So, yeah, I'm able to see things, especially with that amount of siblings. There's a ton of us. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit more about your business. The name is super intriguing. So my business, I actually started Ray of Light. It originally was a virtual assistance business, and I put that business on hold. Um, It was doing really well. I didn't have to market myself. I didn't have to go out and find clients. And um, but I wasn't fulfilled. So I put it on pause in 2018 to really find myself and figure out exactly what it is I felt like I was being called to do. Um, I actually quit my job um, because I was led. I'm a very spiritual person. I was led to quit my job by Jesus. And <clears throat> I sought off and started the virtual assistant business and everything was going great. And then um, and then I took a pause. I did some training in 2018, training up new entrepreneurs so that they'll have a stable ground and dis- discovered that I really loved it. And then in 2019, I did a soft launch where I really kind of focused in on, okay, what services am I going to provide? What experience do I want to provide? And then in 2020, this year is actually when I did a full launch. Um, And it is it has been a whirlwind. But the name Ray of Light actually came to me from from God at the same time that I left my job. And it was Ray of Light Virtual Assistance. And then shortly after, I was given my mission statement, which is based off of Matthews 516, um, which talks about a light and how you don't put the light in the corner, um, you know, so that you can keep the light to yourself. You put it up so that it can illuminate the entire room and everyone can have light. So that's what Ray of Light is really about, kind of helping shining our light so that we can help others shine theirs and reach the people they're supposed to. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's a such a solid foundation too to have a, a backstory for how your business came to be. Yeah, definitely. It is um it was it was a very interesting time, especially since you know, usually when you're when you know you're gonna quit your job and you're gonna start a business, um, you know, you do a good amount of prepping. But I was actually, I actually more so just knew what I what I was going to do and left it there and kind of just spent three months because I gave my boss, um, I told him, you know, I am leaving, but by all means take your time finding a replacement for me. And it took three months for them to find and for me to train my replacement. <clears throat> and when they finally did, um, that's when that's when everything really kicked off. Sure. I lost my train of thought a little bit. <laughs> hey, no worries. It's a bit of a complex question. Well, I'd love to dive into that a little bit deeper, though, as to what was the the reasoning behind deciding to leave your job and start your own business? So it's not some magical. I just woke up one day and felt like God told me to quit my job. I actually it was an entire process. Um, I was saved when I was 21 and I got married when I was 24. And I was just at a place in my life where I was trying to figure out who I was and figure out who I wanted to be in my spiritual journey. Um, And I had been connecting back, you know, doing Bible study and trying to get connected with God again. And um, when, when I was led to quit my job, 
it was um, after months of me praying and asking him and telling him to show me a way for me, for everything that I do to be for his purpose. And that's when I was ultimately led to quit my job. It wasn't just, you know, from zero to 100. Sure, absolutely. Lots of little things that added up for a big decision. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Yeah, definitely. Well, since you've begun, what has been one of your favorite memories so far in your business? So far, um, I have two main memories that stick out. And that's when my sister and I started doing those trainings in 2018. It was the first time that I created my own training and the first time that I ever, you know, taught anyone else other than just, you know, in casual conversation. And so that was really empowering and it was, it was really a delight. I absolutely enjoyed feeding in and helping these people perfect their ideas. Um, And the other memory that stands out is my sister and I, we have a business together as well. And we actually do this, um, this uh, word, this baby brain is killing me. Um, We actually do an exercise with our clients and we did it with this one fella who is a poet and he wants to be a speaker. And so we were talking to him and we were trying to figure out, you know, well, how much are you, how much are you really bringing in? So after we did all the calculations, um, you know, how long it took him to write a poem, how long it took him to drive to the, to the place, how long he was at the show and um, how long he was performing. And it came down to this poor guy making about $2 and 80 cents an hour. And he was flabbergasted. And that still to this day, is the lowest that that calculation has ever come out. Um, And I really like the exercise because it really opens up your eyes to figuring out what your worth is in the market. Yeah, that's really smart. That's a really good exercise. Thank you. It, It really opens up people's eyes and it really makes them see everything full circle and really start to place the value that belongs on them and what it is that they're doing, whether it's poetry, whether you're an artist, if you're a photographer, or if you are a bookkeeper, it really doesn't matter. Um, as long as when that calculation comes down, you're getting paid with your worth. Yeah. It does seem like creative businesses and creative folks kind of of the artistic, uh, artistic nature tend to be a little bit uh, taking less than they're worth sometimes. Yeah, that's exactly why I choose to work with creatives, whether they're creatives in a creative industry or they're creatives who are doing, you know, bookkeeping or operations um, because there's something unique about those people. Um, So I really try to help creatives and help them, you know, get what they're worth because it's very easy to, um, minimize your impact and the things that you can do if you're when you're a creative. So I really try to combat that and really empower them and help them out. Absolutely. That's really beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Well, since you've shifted from a an employee role to now being a business owner, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to you to be a business owner? It means the world. It means freedom. Me and my son and my uh, me and my sons and my daughters were able to really connect. And this was even prior to the pandemic that's going on. We are we're able to really spend time together and reconnect as a family, especially since, you know, before when they were coming home, this was in the middle of me developing a lot of things. Um, when they were coming home, mommy was still working. 
Uh, but just before this pandemic happened, the entire house kind of got into the swing of things and we were all on a nice rhythm. Um, and I've been working on rhythms in our household for about three years now. So when it came back and everything was great um, uh, and everyone had to come home, everything kind of like fell into place. So we're really able to connect and they really like that mom was already at home. So it's nothing really new to them because I've always been home. Um, because of that freedom so that I can actually spend time with them. Like I said, my father was an entrepreneur, so I didn't get to see him very often. Um, he was pretty much run by his business and my mother worked, you know, from seven to seven. So when she was home, she was asleep. And when she wasn't, she was at work. So I really, when I started having children and when we got married, I really wanted to be able to be at home with them. Yeah, that's a huge motivation, I think, for for a lot of us to be able to find a job from home. Yes. It's a good yes. one. I love that. Always coming back to family. It's beautiful. Thank you. Well, let's get into a little bit of the sticky stuff here. What are some of the major challenges in your business you've had to overcome or perhaps you're still working on? Um, I am still working on overcoming myself. So before, um, you know, we all have the dreaded imposter syndrome. Um, So before I had imposter syndrome and I grew out of that and then it went into overthinking (laughs) and questioning every decision that I was making. Uh, And that's really where I am and what I'm really working on overcoming more and more. Um, We've actually changed our saying in Ray of Light Concepts. So now, our, our saying is to just do it, don't overthink it. And so um, since we've been doing those, since we've been saying that things have been getting done a lot faster and a lot seamlessly. And I mean, I'm a strategic planner, so I already overthink. So for me to overthink on overthinking, that's <laughs> it's overkill. Yeah. Oh no. That's a, uh, that's a big one that I think I'm guilty of as well. And it's so important to just take action sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Just breathe through it. And then if it doesn't work out, 99 times out of 10, you're going to end up with something that you can still use, even if it wasn't what you originally thought. So um, we've pretty much just been flying by the seat of our pants and actually, you know, implementing everything without um, going back and questioning ourselves. Absolutely. Hey, sometimes just getting started is, is better than being perfect in the draft mode forever. Yes. Perfect. Well, let's go ahead and shift gears a little bit here and talk about some of your first jobs. What were they and did they help you to this path in any way? Yeah. So I actually went back and I looked at all of the jobs that I've had and in some way, shape or fashion, they've kind of prepared me um, from a operation standpoint in knowing how things are going to function. So my first job ever, I worked at Kroger's. I was 16 years old um, and I was a cashier. And so that really taught me about customer service. That's where it all started. You know, they would, our managers would walk by and drill us on where, where items are in the store. And then if you didn't, they would come back and you'd have like three times. And there was a, there was a consequence. I don't remember what the consequence was, but um, they would also, they would also reward you if you got all the questions right. 
So that was real fun. It taught me, you know, how you're, how you can help your team and your employees actually get on the same page. Um, I've also worked at Whataburger, which was an interesting experience. I worked at two different locations of those. Um, and the manager, the general manager is, um, is, kind of taught me from a manager's standpoint of how things go operationally. So I, so all the jobs that I've had have pretty much shown me, you know, how the bottom and the middle and the top, how they can all flow together. So it's all one seamless voice. Um, then, of course, I was a tax preparer and that's always fun and helped me with finances. Um, when it, I was in healthcare for a few years, um, that goes back to customer experience and kind of just always perfecting your craft. Cause in healthcare, you have to constantly take these classes so that you stay up on the latest, um, the latest way to, you know, remain clean, the latest way to care for patients and things like that. <clears throat> And then when I left, I was actually working in corporate America. Um, I had been in the oil industry and then I was working for a home builder um, here in Houston called Perry Homes. And they make gorgeous, gorgeous houses. And um, in that role, I was like the office manager for the digital marketing um, arm. And so just making sure just managing and making sure that everyone in that marketing department was on the same page, had everything that they needed. Um, you know, things flowed well. The customers were getting the experience that they were. We had gift baskets that we had to make sure were sent out to the correct address and they had to be there prior to the, uh, to the, you know, new homeowner being there and things. So, um, yeah, definitely a lot of my, uh, past, employment has helped me on the operations and on the customer experience um, spectrum, you know, really getting to a handle on that and, and on hands-on experience in those areas. Absolutely. That's a full circle of experience for really a lot of the key pieces you need to be a business owner, to build a business. Yes, definitely. Um, uh, I've even I've even been an audio engineer. Um, like I said, I didn't. I well, I actually I didn't say. So um, in our household, we were taught that education is the key to success. So um, <clears throat> for my sister, that looked like college, but for me, that turned me into a forever student. So I have certifications in, in um, things like random things like audio engineering, and those things really helped me when I was a virtual assistant in really landing and finding my niche and landing my first few con- uh, major clients. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Hey, props a uh, virtual high five from one obsessive learner to another. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, knowing a lot of what you know now, what kind of advice would you give someone who's just getting started or perhaps something that you wish you knew when you were first getting started? You don't know what you don't know until you find out that you didn't know it. <laughs> That is my honest to God answer. So all the trainings in the world, all the experience that you've had, all of all of those things, those are fantastic things to get you started and really start to make you and push you and, and drive you and your business forward. But at the end of the day, you just don't know what you don't know. But when you first start off, you feel like you know it all. 
and I got this and I'm great and I'm fantastic and, and, and nobody's better than me. And then you find out, no, in fact, there are people that's better than you. So, <laughs> you, so I would, I would say, you know, make sure to always train, make sure to always seek counsel, go and talk to other consultants and other coaches and see what it is that they're learning and um, how they're closing and things like that. My sister and I went back and looked over um, a contract proposal that we did over a year ago. And um, that client is actually working with someone else now as well. And that's where that realization came from because when we when we spoke to the other contractor that she was talking to, that the client was talking to, um, that that I'm so sure I've got this, but don't worry, I'm also figuring it out. But don't worry, I got it. <laughs> so, um, so we actually that's where we had that epiphany is when we actually ended up talking to her because she reminded us so much of ourselves and it's, it's the most important thing just to really embrace that you don't know what you don't know. And that's okay. (laughs) Absolutely. We certainly, certainly there's a lot of learning as you go. And even if you do know a lot, every client, every situation is different, even year to year, especially in the digital space. Yes. Well, super fun, random question that I love to throw in here, but what is one super random or unique skill that you have or something you know how to do that nobody else does? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, Oh wait, I'm going to need you to repeat the question again. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. So this is kind of a fun question I like to throw in here as just a random moment, but what is one unique skill that you have, something random that you know how to do, or something that you can do that no one else can do? Okay. So I'm not going to use the audio engineer because I already used that one. Um, I think that I am drawing a blank. There's a bunch of little, little crazy stuff that, uh, you know what? I'll use one that my husband makes fun of me for. Um, I can grab things with my toes. I know that other people can, but not very many people do. So I can grab things with my toes. <laughs> that is a rare skill and can really come in handy. Yes, it really does. <laughs> you know, my, my legs are a lot longer than my arms. So when I want to be lazy that day, I'm good. Heck yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, perfect. Well, getting back on track a little bit, what are some of the things that really help inspire you? Um, other than my spiritual journey, my children actually inspired me. My daughter came to me, my daughter and my niece came to me yesterday and they are gun ho that they are starting a business and they are super excited about it. So I'm actually really inspired by my kids, um, because I know that my daughter's watching me and she has so much pride when she tells her teacher, yeah, my mommy's on Zoom calls all the time. She knows how it works. Oh yeah. Especially now. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, um, anytime the teacher has any problems with the, with the Zoom in any way, she's, my mom can help. My mom knows. (laughs) Yep. That's excellent. Perfect. Well, is there anything else you would like to share with us today? Um, something I've been telling my my followers and my clients as of lately is that you do not have to eat the pie all in one sitting. When you're strategically planning for your business, for <clears throat> 
and your operations so that you can duplicate it and strengthen everything. You don't have to do it all in the same week. You don't have to do it all in the same month. Take take the time to really spread it out over the next four quarters because you can only handle so much. Um, and if you don't have those regular daily rhythms already kind of in place, your brain is working on overdrive. So find rhythms and don't try to tackle everything in one sitting. You know, you have you have a long time to make it through that pie. And um, as long as you think, think it through, remain calm, don't overthink, <laughs> you will you'll be perfectly fine. Excellent. That's a wonderful, wonderful advice to give. Well, for people who want to learn more, where can they find you? I am extremely active on Facebook at the moment. Um, I do have, you know, the Instagram and all of those jazzes, but I put those on hold. Um, I, all of those were around prior to me starting my business. And so that I can focus for my for my sanity and for my team's sanity, we mostly only focus on Facebook. So you can find me at C Ray Burrell. That's the same hashtag. I mean, that's the same handle everywhere. Um, and we have a couple of really great things coming out. We have a digital summit that's coming up that's going to help people actually plan out their new or perfect a service um, for, their, for their pivot online um, so that they can make sure that their business is built on a firm foundation. Excellent. That is incredibly helpful service to have. Thank you. I hope that it helps everyone. I agree. I'm sure it will. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate all your stories and advice and learning more about your journey. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Definitely. Well, thank you also to our listeners and everybody have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something, or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much.